0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Bring your popcorn. I'm thinking about maybe we just set up a popcorn machine in the back because that's what this is becoming. It's becoming a show. If you don't mind.
2: I would begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going.
3: One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. I can't
4: believe it's October already.
5: Well, it's hard to believe, but October is here already. We're moving into
6: October already, if you can believe it. Can you believe it's already October? It's October. Already. <laughs> sorry, I don't believe it. <laughs> it's hard to believe that October is already here. October That's
4: already.
6: Right.
4: Can you believe it? Cannot you know, can't believe it's October already. I can't believe it's already
1: October. Can't believe it's October already. Hard to believe it's October already. Hard to believe it's already October. Hard to believe it's already October. I'm in the business of misery. Let's take you from the top. She's got a body like an hourglass. That's ticking like a clock. It's a matter of time before we all run out. When I thought he was mine, she caught him by the mouth. It's
3: bull poop. This is bull crap. Yeah. Who? Don't bogart that joint,
1: my friend. Pass it
3: over to me.
7: Well, I'll probably
8: have a picture there with a sudden certain...
1: <laughs> Don't bogart that joint,
5: my friend. Pass it over to me. Bing, bing, bing. Bleh, Roll another one.
1: I find that offensive. Just like the other. Fridays are for suckers. This one seems to be about
9: to quit. What are you even doing?
2: I it's our time to shine. It's our time to shine. It's our time to shine. It's our time to
1: shine. It's our time to
7: shine. Let's
1: shine, Let's shine. Let's shine. Bro
9: Code,
7: cool, bro. No more I can't
9: Said
3: nobody, ever. This past around. Player hate the game. And the ballard that join my friend. Rest in peace. And well, just pass it on down.
2: And now the Kevin and Bean show. Kevin and the Bean. Which I think might be made up. Uh,
10: apologies <laughs> to Kevin and Bean, if that is indeed your real name.
1: Our feature presentation.
10: <laughs> what was that? Come
1: on. <laughs> what was that from?
10: Jens, let I, I think it's from a wrestling podcast. Is that what I'm hearing? It is. And we're yeah. talking about CM Punk? Yeah, CM right. Punk. Our CM Punk interview made quite a stir in the wrestling world. Even and, though he really told us very little. Yeah, not a ton. But anything, anytime he opens his mouth, it gets on those uh, dirt sheets they call them right and that was clearly uh, someone making fun of us that's funny
11: i mean look if we had never heard of kevin and bean and we saw the name we would go that's a stupid that's name. that's dumb of course <laughs> and the, and, the, and they're right they're right to mock
8: it <laughs> we support them yes <laughs> morning everybody brand new kevin and bean show it's friday morning the fourth of October.
11: are we all basking in the post-season glow this morning everybody feeling pretty good
5: mm-hmm. it does feel good
11: yeah
8: good yeah. start I mean, I thought he was going to make the field goal. That hurt. <laughs> okay, that hurt a lot. We, we, we actually, missed the field goal by two inches. What are you right, even we were, we were talking about the baseball game, not the football game that was on mm-hmm. last night.
11: We're talking about the uh, Dodgers. Dodgers postseason. Oh, I thought post-season. we were talking
8: about Rams. My no, bad. No no, okay. no, no, no. Baseball. My bad. Although
11: I will tell you, I did, I did develop a blister on my finger, and not for the usual reason, um, <laughs> from you know hitting that uh, that last channel button on my DirecTV remote, trying to watch both at the same time.
5: No picture-in-picture.
11: I don't I may have I'm sure I have picture picture because I have a fairly modern TV, but I don't know how to I don't know how to use it. I've never used it and I don't know how to set but it up. But you
5: could
8: watch like like half of the football game and then go back and it'll still be three and one count on the same batter. So you're oh. good. Oh. On the contrary, on way. the contrary,
11: I watched an entire half inning of the Dodgers game and went back and had missed two minutes and thirty seconds of football. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going back and forth, but it really felt good, man. And the crowd was so into it. But I do have one concern. Um, I saw Mary Hart in mm-hmm. the audience.
5: Mm-hmm.
10: Where's Larry King? Uh,
5: he hasn't been there for a bit.
10: He's he's uh, sick. That's what they're saying, right? He's, is he? Yeah. The
5: the he he's also
8: hundred and ten. Yeah.
11: Well, I mean, he was. I mean, he hasn't been there much. He hasn't been there as much this season.
10: But he was there last playoffs last year. For the yeah, playoffs. not this season. I so, think it, the story was is that his wife. Uh, or he filed for divorce from his wife from mm-hmm. a hospital bed, and that was a couple months ago. Oh, And they man. said he was already pretty bad, yeah.
1: I'm a professional. Look
10: it up in the book.
11: So who got a seat, I wonder? I didn't recognize whoever it was. I mean, I feel like you have to replace one celebrity at a sporting event with another.
8: Is that, is that a rule? I
11: don't know. That was my understanding. Hmm. But it was just some schlub. Some no-name.
10: <laughs> right. <laughs> or, just- well... <laughs> Just ruining the Larry King seat, you think? Yes. <laughs> Making it cheaper.
11: <laughs> I was happy, uh, obviously, as we all were for the uh, Dodgers. I think the I think the stat, and they have a stat for everything, is if you win the first game of a five game series in the postseason, I think you go on to win like seventy four percent of the time you go on mm-hmm. to close out that series. So the first the first game is very important. Yeah. And there were a lot of uh, a lot of little heroes, and uh, I mean, obviously Max Muncy, you got to thank Walker Buell, you got to thank, and how about the kid? How about the twenty one year old? Gavin Lux, how about yeah. him hitting a homer? At 21, Kevin. Yeah. What were you doing? I know. I know. Um, and a very, very tough loss for the uh, Rams last night. I, I did feel I was delighted with the outcome, but I did very much feel for Rams fans. I they mean, got- they
8: did play well enough, at least in the second half, to win that game. And he kicked that well enough to make it but yes. missed
11: it by so little well and the and the bigger problem and the reason they've got to be kicking themselves today no pun intended is that they had a delay of game the play before which put put it back Just 5 years back, yeah. yeah if it hadn't been for that he probably would have made it and they'd be looking at a win. So, Anyway, um, moving on, we do have a very big show today, but Allie, you were correct to say that this was going to be a huge story, so I feel like many of our listeners may not have heard it yet. Oh, no. Oh, this is angering oh. me. Mm-hmm. The news at LAX, you guys. I'm burning something down. I don't know what. Yeah. Frequent flyers beware. The Los Angeles Times reports this morning Los Angeles International Airport will soon ban ride-hailing companies from picking up
10: passengers outside its terminals.
7: No!
5: By the way, I heard cabs,
10: too,
11: this
5: morning cabs, coming in. Uh, oh, really? Cabs as cabs well. As
10: well. Yep. So it's purely a congestion
11: issue? Yes. Oh. They're
5: saying, yes.
11: Huh. I will say that we all travel a lot, all of us in this room. Uh, LAX does a better job than most airports of keeping people moving, they still...
5: You haven't been to LAX in a long time. I have.
11: I'm telling you, they still do a better job than most airports Mm. because most airports, people come and they sit there for 40 minutes if they want. At least they have active police at LAX who... On their rounds, attempt to get people to stop. Do you only fly into
10: Chicago, O'Hare? Is that the only one?
11: No, I fly to lots of airports where <laughs> it's much worse.
5: LAX is a nightmare.
11: It is a nightmare. It I is totally agree. It's the worst
5: airport I've ever been to, and, and we, I fly into a lot of airports. And
10: we also have terrible parking. I mean, it kind of goes across yeah. the board as being not. Perfectly designed.
11: Well, yeah. yeah, it's because it's not because it's not modern because it's been around for so long and yeah. it was set up for a very different time with with
8: a lot less traffic.
11: So it sounds like I'm hearing some boos on their decision, but also you understand why they're doing it and it may it may help a lot for people who do drive. Right? If you
8: want to take a cab or or Uber or Lyft or whatever, you have to take a shuttle to a different lot mm-hmm. yeah. instead of being Which picked up where totally you are.
5: Totally, what you want to do after a long trip with multiple suitcases yes. is line up and wait for a shuttle, then get to that lot and then wait for your car there it is the worst decision ever f-u-l-a-x
7: thank you
11: now when this uh, came out and we were uh, we were texting last night i suggested the way they do it and again multiple airports around the world which is just to carve off just a little section it take you, you lose about 40 parking spaces just to have a little place in the parking
10: structure where people can walk to and that's where the, that's where you pick up which seems to be the most common sort of adjustment that yes. airports have done yeah why can't LAX do that uh they don't want to give up those spots
11: i'm yeah. sure yeah
5: they make a lot of money on those spots yeah but they but now they got to
8: deal with all this shuttle bs yeah
10: well, they're just going to have it in a small section and then you'll, you know, walk in like cattle into this shuttle. I mean, it, it's they're almost...
8: also guaranteeing that you won't have to wait more than five minutes for a shuttle. Well, what's the guarantee? They, <laughs> they drive you home? <laughs> 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 I don't buy It's my point. Yeah. I mean, there's no way buy it. I buy that. You was... only wait five minutes. Yeah.
5: Here's my question. Yes. I call a lift. Right. And I write to the person, take your sticker off. <laughs> I'm going to get oh. in the front seat. I'm going to hug you. I'm going to be like, oh, my God. Go thank on. You. You're my friend. You're my cousin. Thank you for picking me up.
10: How will they know? How will
5: they know? Will Thank they you, know? mother. Just solve the whole thing. Everybody, do it.
10: Can I text? Is- can I text you back as the driver? Yeah, Have tried this before. We have to be boyfriend-girlfriend. Ne- <laughs> need kiss.
5: <laughs> All right.
10: Depends on how long you've been away, L.A. And
8: how Honestly, quickly yeah, you need to yeah, get Honestly,
5: yeah, these suitcases are heavy. Do you want
8: tongue? <laughs> LAX says that the trip should
11: take no, no longer than 15 minutes, except for from Terminal 4, where it will take 18,
8: they claim. That was shocking to me. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes. Is mm-hmm. that because they stop at every single yes. terminal? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So by the yeah. time you get to the last terminal, maybe it's only been five
10: minutes, but the bus is full. The shuttle's oh, There's yeah. no oh, place to sure. have to wait for and the by next way, one. The biggest casualty of this whole thing is that means we have to have friends.
5: To pick us up? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you right now, no, I'm that's... never picking friends up at LAX. No, this yeah. is awful. Ever. It's the worst.
10: Um, the ripple effect is going to be brutal. Yeah. I have friends. I don't
11: have any that close that would pick me up from an airport.
5: No, we yeah. got to be for me to pick you up at the so airport. So just you and your Uber yeah. driver, it
11: sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, nice I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but that is what was revealed yesterday. So that is how And by the way, this isn't one of those deals where they say, hey, uh, you know, like your uh, your real... Uh, your What do they call it? The real ID on your driver's license. Mm-hmm. Where you mm-hmm. get some sort of a heads up. This isn't like next November. This is in two weeks. Yeah, end yeah. of the month, right? End of the month, the 29th. Yeah. Oh, man. So please enjoy.
8: All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we?
3: Oh, is that what we settled on? I wasn't aware that was the deal.
8: Cheers with Mugs. Oh, my favorite feature in the program today. Uh, Jensen has a new fast food report. I do. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk to the director of the restaurant, the Lowell Cafe. I'm sure you've heard about it. It is the Weed Cafe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you screwed up at work. We're going to take your calls. We have uh, Mugs. We're looking at you.
4: How dare. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we
8: have Ryan Getzloff, the captain of uh, yes. the Anaheim Ducks. Mm-hmm. Suck it, Chip!
12: Hockey is back. Hockey mm-hmm. is
8: back, and keep it one hundred because it is Friday. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next
1: It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Did
8: I mention that it was Friday? By the way, did I
1: say no, that?
11: Uh-huh. Friday, yeah. Yeah.
10: But thank God you did. Friday.
11: I feel like I uh, dropped the ball on that. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ali, what's happening on this uh, first first What's happening of the morning? You're right. What is happening on this first? What's happening of the what's happening morning?
7: (laughs)
5: Better. (laughs) I loved it. A former employee at Robert De Niro's production company has slammed the actor with a 12 million dollar federal lawsuit, claiming that he harassed her and discriminated against her for being a woman then retaliated against her when she told him that she was planning to take legal action. One example, he allegedly went ballistic on Graham Chase Robinson, calling her a spoiled brat in a voicemail when she didn't answer his call. He also said, how dare you effing disrespect me. He also said, you're effing history. This woman is the woman that he's suing. Because she would just watch Friends oh, I love for her. hours. A oh, big fan of oh. her. Just binge watch yeah, on the clock. Yeah. She had spent a ton of his money, but she's claiming now, uh, uh-uh, that's in retaliation for this lawsuit that wow, she just okay. just filed. Oh, so
10: I love this woman's work.
5: I feel like maybe your timing didn't work out quite. Mm-hmm. The this woman is way the way we to. all
11: aspire to be. Yeah. Oof. She, did, did we find out she did like five hours of work per week? Or something? Yeah. Oh, not. Yeah. yeah. She no. was
5: just watching friends binge watching it and then embezzling a ton of money. Yeah. Uh-huh. Allegedly. Allegedly. Ordering
11: a ton of Postmates. Yeah.
5: Ordering Postmates. Wasn't she also using his Sky Miles or something? Yeah. 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 She was. She was doing everything that if you could. She took get his away part in a movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's
11: crazy. Yeah. Oh, I hope that job's available. Now. I want that job so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a good job. <laughs> Sounds gig. great. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I just, I love the fact that if Robert De Niro left a voicemail for me saying, How dare you effing disrespect me, your effing history, that would be my outgoing message. Yeah. It'd be best like, thing ever. Listen to Robert De Niro <laughs> cussing me out. But how it would great also
11: be based on the years we've watched Robert De Niro in the movies. It would also be terrifying. Because he seems like the guy who has the muscle or the connections to, you know, to follow through.
5: Like to have you whacked?
11: Have you whacked, yes. Wow.
5: I feel like that's kind of rude be Italians right yeah. there. Well, I don't know.
11: He's ter- he's terrifying. And have
10: you seen him box? Woo. I have not. He did uh, that one movie where he boxed.
5: Rocky? Rocky? Raging,
10: Raging, Raging, Raging Bulls.
11: Yeah, Rocky, Rocky.
5: Kind, of,
10: kind mm. of a famous.
5: I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't him.
8: I'd like to punch him in the face.
5: Oh. Oh, is that what the movie's from? <laughs> that movie Raging Bull. That mm-hmm. was in the seventies.
11: That's right, yes. Martin Scorsese. Yeah, one sure. Of the yeah, great movies of all time.
5: Honestly, I thought that was about a bull rider. Is it really about boxing? Yeah, Alley, it's about know, Jake LaMotta. Yeah, about, true story.
8: Yeah, yeah. wait, it's you a, didn't. But hold on, <laughs> <laughs> it's a cult. Well, I mean, it's one of the hundred best movies ever made. Oh, hold I know. On. Well, I just I... want to make sure you thought Raging Bull was about a.
5: A bull Bull that was raging? No, well, obviously (laughs) most bulls are raging. (laughs) right? Yeah, I thought it was a bull rider. Like, Mm. gotta stay on that bull in the rodeo.
10: You've seen a lot of clips of Robert De Niro riding a bull?
5: (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm going to ride this one. This one's name is Yellow Jacket. And then they're like, not that one. That one's the raging bull. And he's like, no problem. And then he looks down at the spikes on his uh, boots and they're like, those are legal, mister. And he's like, not in this town. (laughs)
10: <laughs> wow! Yeah, you're a gift. Now Sorry. I wish it was that.
11: <laughs> I think you uh, think you need to get in touch with Mr. De Niro's people. Yeah. No
8: problem. Or his assistant, former assistant, whichever.
11: <laughs> Are you thinking of Eight Seconds, the actual bull riding movie starring Luke Perry? Is it possible that you confuse those two? Oh no, that Don't is a classic. Don't give her so much okay. credit. That's oh, okay. a classic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How
5: dare you? Oh, all right, guys. Some birthdays for you: Melissa Benoist, Dakota Johnson.
11: Whoa! What? Two very uh, talented young actresses.
5: Okay. Um, you've got Anne Rice. You must feel a connection to her, Bean. I mean, I know where she uh, used to live. In New Orleans? Yes. Yeah. That doesn't count. Um, <laughs> Alicia Silverstone, Liev Schreiber, soon Saranen. And that's what's happening.
1: Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
5: Allie,
11: you had an interesting story pop up yeah. yesterday that I think is worth discussing.
5: Yeah, I came across this on social media and I looked into it and I was like, "Oh, this is this could get real ugly, you guys." What?
8: Something on social media <sighs> got ugly? Let that me tell you. Ugly?
5: Let me tell you about 24-year-old Emily Clow. She went to apply for a marketing coordinator position with a company in Austin called Kickass Masterminds. She didn't have the highest of hopes. She's applied to a ton of places. Job, off, job offers can be Few and far between when mm-hmm. you graduate from college.
11: But Herman... Well, not only that, unemployment is at record lows right now, you know? Right. I mean, there's... There, there not, are, a there. not, not a lot out there. Not a lot out there for anybody. By the way, would you... What's the name of the company again?
5: Kick-Ass Masterminds.
11: Would you ever, no matter how great the job <laughs> no? was, work for a company called Kick-Ass Masterminds?
5: Well, they appeared to be a very cool, female-forward company. Um, mm-hmm. That's where she wanted to take her career, All was right. to marketing. You know, worst case scenario, she doesn't hear back from them. No big deal. Yeah. Best case scenario,
8: she gets hired and then has them change the name. There you go. (laughs) Uh,
5: After applying um, online at about 940 a.m., she was sent a link with the second part of the application asking her what's her marketing background. How would you describe yourself? Tell a story proving your grit and toughness. And then this is where it, it took a little bit of a turn. According to Emily, she said after submitting the second half of the application, she got a message that said, "Following Kickass Masterminds Instagram gives applicants an advantage over other applicants." Okay, she's like, "All right, cool, I'm in." Yeah,
10: marketing—you might need social yeah. media knowledge. Sure.
5: Hit that follow, and she scrolled through the posts, checked out, you know, who the audience was, and then she clicked on their stories.
8: Which whose stories? The actual company, Kickass mm-hmm.
5: Mastermind stories, okay. uh, where she saw. A post of a woman in a bathing suit with the text over the picture that said, Warning, PSA, because I know some of you applicants are looking at this. Do not share your social media with the potential employer if this is the kind of content on it. I'm looking for a professional marketer, not a bikini model. Go on with your bad self and do whatever in private. But this is not doing you any favors in finding a professional job. That picture was Emily.
10: From her... (laughs) Wait. her social from media her from her own instagram
5: social. from june so this obviously was posted before she followed them so they looked at her instagram went back to june screenshot a picture of her in a bikini in a pool and wrote this psa wow right,
7: I'm,
11: I'm furious right now
5: it's disgusting despicable and it gets worse i'm mad oh,
10: too can wow, you send me can, can you send it- me the pic Just on the WhatsApp, maybe?
5: So, she sends a DM to the company on Instagram, like, hey, what's going on? How about that? How Um, about you not do that? Mm -hmm. The company responded, "Uh, remember that everything that you put on social media is public, and future potential employers will see it. Best of luck in your job search. Wow. Oh, Mm. man, She she dodged a bullet. She writes back, I'm aware of that as I worked with social media for two years. I didn't realize wearing a bathing suit and appreciating my body made me unprofessional. Most employers and companies, especially those who work with marketing, have that understanding. I'm disappointed to see a company that i was very interested in decide to go out of their way to shame an applicant as you will see in an email i sent to hey at (laughs) kickassmasterminds.com i included my resume cover letter and politely asked you to take down the story their response best of luck so she wrote back take down the story right then they blocked her Oh my god. They blocked her. They are so, terrible at marketing. Terrible <laughs> at marketing. So that's when she's like, "All right, you know what? I wasn't going to do it, but she went to it's Twitter. On. She went to Twitter and she said, basically, I'm being shamed. She said, I was objectified earlier today by a company because of a picture of me in a bikini. They in a claimed- pool, by the way, is an yeah. important part. Yeah, in yeah. a pool. She's not in an office. No. Which but even there's if she nothing was. wrong with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They claimed it made me unprofessional. <laughs> they screenshot the photo, posted it on their Insta story and called me out. I am still baffled that the company handled it in such a matter.
11: I would understand. I'm with Jensen, by the way. I would understand the story more clearly had I seen the photo. If yeah, I understand. You, that. But, you need uh, all the info. I know we're all furious, but please allow me to go first. Every applicant for every job in 21st century America should expect their social media to be combed through. Yes.
5: Absolutely. If
11: you end up and they see a video of you standing in the, uh, the uh, doorway of a CVS shouting the N-word, <laughs> as we saw on the Internet last week, then they have every right to point that out and not hire you. Yes, if they if they see you, you know, if they see you at a at a Klan rally, they still have Klan rallies. If they see you at a Klan rally,
5: <laughs> like you don't know, it,
11: it's it's on you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I'm sorry. There's nothing. There's. Less than zero percent wrong with a woman having a bikini picture on her social media. It has yeah. nothing to do with her ability to pool. do the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They
5: were looking for something because they went back to June too. Oh so really? They, yeah. they scrolled back. They were trying to get after something. But I saw this online because um, you saw I saw the follow, picture or what? Well, yes. Okay. Because I, I
12: haven't gotten. Because
8: none of us have. Mm-hmm.
12: I, I, I will maybe tell you seen this. That. I'm up I to get a copy of that.
10: Mean,
5: I, mean, I I would, support I this would young be in a bathing suit right now if I. I had her body. body. Oh, really? Absolutely. Oh,
10: man, I feel like yeah. you only know half the story. <laughs> okay,
5: here's the thing. So I see this online because I follow Erica Nardini. She's the CEO of Barstool Sports. Okay. And she wrote, to be honest, she looks great, and I'd argue she's a good marketer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Then she rates dogs is the um Twitter that wound up posting it that went viral went ballistic. Like, this girl applied for an internship at a company and they put up this screenshot in her bikini. Long story short with this, uh, the company has been bombarded. Love it. They've they've done a whole bunch of stuff. Um, they've gone quiet online. They shut oh. down their website. Oh. Their accounts oh. on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn also shut down. Instagram made private. She broke the company. Yeah. Uh, well, the company, I feel, was very broken. But here's the best part. Um, somebody noticed before they were able to shutter all of their Instagram and different social medias. Um maybe you guys shouldn't have a picture of all of the employees in a bathing suit on your Instagram. No. Wait, what? This company did everything wrong. Wow. So not only hypocrites and Do you an have that one? Though? Human- Do you have that pic? No, it's been, oh. that one's been shut uh, down. Yeah. I can find it. Yeah, but all I'm saying right now is yeah, know that your social media will become through. Um, but also, yes, but also, this is totally bogus. Mm-hmm. This is 100% bogus. And Kick Ass Masterminds might be the worst marketing company I've ever heard of in my life. And Emily Clow, if I look like you, I would um, post that particular I would, would shot also like day. to say
8: yeah. um, I don't speak for the company, but I think you that would
5: would like help to, you, you it would, would
1: help, like you get, help you get a job here. what oh, okay. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that would be a positive. Yes. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: It's time for cheers with mugs, people. Woo! Beer and Mug he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What do you, what are you... <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh! Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. What, how? how uh, wow.
4: <laughs> Mugs, where do you go every week? This is my favorite watering hole in the whole entire world. Called O'Grady's in Granada Hills. And this is where I find the outstanding people of society and I ask them hard-hitting questions mm-hmm. uh and the, the topic on the table uh this wow I'm sorry I'm on a lot of drugs you guys the topic on the table this week <laughs> with no can't, context can't tell which is odd <laughs> honestly
10: it was kind of just in line with your normal topic. <laughs> thank you thank yeah. you it's normal yeah.
4: uh the topic on the table this week was the worst injury you've ever had because like I said, I'm on a lot of drugs because yes. of my worst injury, which is a broken collarbone. And mm-hmm. okay. it's going to be uh, it's gonna be surprising what you uh, hear from these people.
8: Muggs, as always, is the best and the drunkest mm-hmm. at this bar.
4: Sure. What's the worst injury you've ever had? Gout. In my kneecap. Gout. In Gout. my knee. Let it all out. <laughs> I, it. I wish I didn't have it in my lower kneecap. Come on. I'm talking about gout. Come <laughs> on. Yeah. It was
8: odd because Muggs did real- most of that singing and yeah. then he's like,
7: yeah! <laughs> what I just
11: heard was great. He's thrilled. Real- <laughs> that, that was two drunks who in that moment were the best friends. Agreed. The, 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 they, they loved each other more than anyone has ever loved anyone. It's they were the best so in song they've ever other. heard as well. That's right, yes. <laughs> right. Everything was great about
12: that. Definitely my shoulder. I dislocated my shoulder a bunch of times. I tore my labrum and my rotator cuff. So like, constantly... Before I had surgery, I had stem cell, which is actually pretty dope. So if you're ever thinking of stem cell, go for it. Do they have like stem cell for like penis size? I wish, dude. Uh, that would be really nice. I, 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 I was just as long as they could cure. If they could cure like the herpes of the penis with stem cell too, that would be also really dope. What's the worst injury you ever had? A split lip.
7: Okay, this guy. <laughs> oh, my god! Three white rules. A again? split lip.
11: Let's and, start it. And, yeah. and can I also say that the herpes guy uh, really, he uh, offered up more than he
4: needed. a lot. <laughs> yeah. <That's> a lot.
8: <laughs> All right, so here it is. Yes.
4: injury you've ever had. A split lip. A split lip. Mm-hmm. Is
8: what he said. Okay. It was
4: a shell at the old school in Tetris Country Club.
8: A giant Samoan suey. <laughs> Four me, right in the face. Start it. Stop, so,
10: stop. Wait. Wait. Hold on. We need wait. to just really take we need to this decipher? in. Yeah.
8: Does he still have a
11: split lip? Is that why we
4: don't understand, or does he just have a,
11: a crazy accent?
4: Look, when I was interviewing him, he you, he was showing me the injury, and his, I, I think his whole entire front grill is fake. And he showed me the wound on his bottom. Lip. Oh, so it's mm. still like a giant scar. Yes.
10: Is that why we can't understand him? Or I we think. Pro- also, yes. Also, also, is he inside of the speaker yelling, or uh, why is he screaming? It's just a loud bar, and he's hammered. Okay.
8: Okay, let's try and figure out what he's saying.
4: A split it. It was in a cell at the old school just
5: could Country Club. It was in Excel? a cell? I thought it was
7: in a cell.
4: Oh, no, I thought it was a, in, in, a in a show. In a show. One old, more, i
10: ring it back. But,
4: yeah, in a show in an old kaleidoscope club? Country club. Oh. What the hell is Colitis
10: that? Club. <laughs> he I love kaleidoscope. Like you know <laughs> right, let's try it again.
4: At
8: the old at
10: school Atlantis country club,
8: At Giant swoo and At the old school, school.
10: At the old school. Sashash, yeah,
8: cl- S- country. country
4: club. Yeah, something like that. Kaleidoscope
8: country, country
4: club. Yep. At the old school Atlantis country club, yep. a Giant swoo and sui Forearm me right in the face. So that was the best pit you've ever been in, where you got elbowed in the face, forearm of the back. best pit I was ever in. That'll be three for three, like what? the best interviews in a row ever. Fast. What? 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 what?
5: what? I don't. What happened? I still well, don't
13: know what happened, happened to
4: the
5: dude. I can't even. <laughs> I what he said? A guy named Chewy's forearm. A guy named Chewy's forearm. Honestly, I <laughs> I got a shot at the That's I what
7: I th-
8: thought he <laughs> said in the cell though. I did. Yeah. I thought he was talking it's about. High up in I,
4: I was wrestling in hell in a cell. <laughs> was he? Was he in a pit? Yes, I think that's what happened. He was at a show in a pit, and he got a forearm to the face. My God, and Chewy. <laughs> Did he say what show? I I still what don't know how. Well, how would we
8: know? <laughs> We're just trying to figure out what he did say. <laughs> You're asking what he said other things. Is not a real big fish <laughs> Was it the early
11: show or the late oh, show? Did he say?
12: My
7: God, <laughs>
12: <laughs> my worst injury that I, I recall that I ever had. I would have to say that it's um, when I tore my ACL snowboarding in some year or other, and it's caused me a little bit of trouble. But but I don't. No more, you know? Good. man, well, what's the worst injury?
4: <laughs>
8: good. And Mugs could not have cared less about that guy. Nope.
12: Please just stop talking so I can say good and move on. <laughs> what's the worst
10: injury you've ever had? So, this is really embarrassing. I was like, f-ing my m***. Then it got caught in my f***ing zipper. The skin got caught on it. Like, I was screaming for help, but my mom was like, around like, Did your mom know that your junk was caught in your zipper? I was like I was having a nightmare. <laughs>
12: that is
4: a that's like a real life nightmare. What kind Wait, of laugh is that? Was he
10: having sex with his mom?
4: That's what I heard. No, he that's was. That's what
8: I heard. I had to beep out he was uh, masturbating. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so I had to beep out the way he described yes. it because it was... because yes.
5: he calls it his mom. <laughs> hey, that's
11: what he named his penis, right?
8: Mom hurts. I'm mean, gonna keep going. That's, here's here's my favorite laugh of bugs ever. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was like a half in pain laugh Half
8: this is great And half I need to get away from this guy
4: <laughs> that is a, That's like a real life nightmare I'll never forget
12: about that day Completely anonymous What's the worst injury you've ever had? I have a mole right next to my d- And I was uh, Thinking that I was going to get laid So I thought it would be nice And like you know it would be polite to shave down there And it was the first time I would ever shaved And so I got one of my dad's disposable razors with like the one really sharp razor or whatever i just went at it and that was fine and then uh i realized that there was a mole missing and and, and a lot of blood oh. that hurts Ouch. Not
7: good.
12: yeah no i was actually too uh i didn't i didn't get laid really night. okay but i learned how to shave my i <laughs> learned how not to shave your <laughs> <laughs>
7: Wow. Yeah,
12: I love everyone there.
8: <laughs>
3: and Mugs, you do good work. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Beer Mug wants to go where everyone
1: knows his name. I'll, 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 uh, wow. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K hey, Rock.
11: Jensen. Yes. I'm starving.
10: What do you have for me? It's the Fast Food Report. KROQ
11: 106.7 FM. Through the magical wonderment of Radio Airwaves brings you the fast food report. With your dude with the lowdown on chain restaurant food, Jensen Carp
10: Pooped my pants. He'll
11: get his hands dirty with grease and face covered in
8: cheese. He's your direct line to delicacies and calories. He's Jensen Carp.
10: Take it away, gumshoe. Oh, thanks, Omar. Hey, uh, guys, I am so excited for this week because I feel that we have a Large, unique list of fast food uh, delicacies that are being introduced to uh, these chains. And I want to know what you guys think about it. So I'm going to describe a new item at one of our favorite fast food restaurants, different ones all over the world. And you're going to tell me if you would eat it or beat it. Very easy. Let's start with Sonic. It may be a bit of a white whale here in California to an extent, but those lucky enough to live near one, I have a surprise for you. It's called the Garlic Butter Bacon Burger. Whoa. Garlic butter bacon burger? Sure, it's a tongue twister, but does it make your mouth water? The garlic butter bacon burger features a 100% quarter pound beef patty seared with garlic butter and topped with grilled onions, American cheese, mayo, and bacon, all on a toasted bakery bun. And if that sounds too big, well, they have the garlic bacon bu- uh, burger junior. Which no, is, do it or don't, people. Well, it's just a smaller go version. Go big or go home. Well, I, it's it's like... It's like, uh, it's just a, if, if the other one's huge, this yeah. one's very small, it's uh-huh. like um, the way that Vin Diesel is to Jeff Bezos. You know, they look very much similar, but their sizes are very different. <laughs> I would have gotten Whopper and Whopper Jr., but whatever, fair, it's, her, it's your segment. Uh, except you're going to pay uh four seventy nine <laughs> for the big version, two seventy nine for the small boy, and these will be available only through November 3rd. So I ask you, garlic butter bacon burger, is it a bonafide banging buffet, or is it bad baffling, bewildering buffoonery, or how I say it, eat or don't come coming? I think I got to eat that. I uh, Bean eater beat it. I um I
11: hate to rub it in for folks who don't live near a Sonic because they're all over Louisiana. Yeah, they're not not a lot here. They're everywhere. That would that's that made my stomach hurt, even mm-hmm. hearing the description of that. I am going to pass. I'm going to
10: beat it. <laughs> okay.
11: All right. Interesting, because it
5: made my stomach hurt because I want it so bad, Ooh. and I will drive to you, Sonic. Mm-hmm. I will drive to you and yeah. eat it. All right. Sounds good to me.
10: Every new item at Dunkin' causes quite a stir. Mm-hmm. It is almost like a viral machine. Anything they release, it's like a cult over there. People who dig their coffee can't even imagine getting it somewhere else. But I asked you about their food. More specifically, what about the croissant stuffer? The croissant stuffer. That's right. It's only available at specific locations in the South uh, for now. But they're warm, crusty croissants stuffed with three different choices. Three cheese, chicken uh, with bacon and cheese, or turkey and cheese. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're priced at three forty nine dollars each, and let's just say they're hot pockets for rich people. So, croissant stuffers. Stuff me good or I never would eat or be a stampy! I don't eat
11: anything that is warm and or crusty, Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna beat it. Beat
10: it. (laughs) Policy is
8: that nothing warm. He's
10: putting his foot down. Uh, Let's go to
8: Kevin. Um, Can I have three answers? Uh, Yes, yes, and yes.
5: Mm. All right,
10: fair enough. Allie, how you feeling on the stuffed croissant?
5: I would like to try that.
10: (laughs) All right, good one. All right, let's stay with Duncan. Uh, Halloween is approaching fast, and we know that. Restaurants and these chain places roll out spooky menus, you Mm -hmm. know, so the first seasonal item that caught my attention is the spider donut.
8: The spider donut. I'm intrigued. I'm I out.
10: Kevin tuned out. Right? Right? Yeah.
8: I am no <laughs> is it a black widow? <laughs> I'm a beat
7: it. I don't want it. I'm against I mean,
5: it. I'd like to hear you out. I would Jensen. also
10: like to stop both of them from trying it as well. <laughs> well, you place it on the back of your neck and you... No. Okay, here we go. This is not for arachnophobes. It's a ring donut and it's frosted with orange icing and topped with an eight-legged donut creature made from a glazed chocolate munchkin donut hole treat with chocolate drizzle for spider legs or white-orange icing for the eyes. Mm. If you understood any of that, I assume you have diabetes, but I still
9: have <laughs> to ask.
10: The spider donut.
9: Spin me that web or I'll take
5: the glaze instead. Connelly knows eater pants best eye!
10: What is happening? What did you <laughs> say at the
5: end there? I think you okay. I think you guys know my feelings <laughs> about Dunkin's. Mm. The country runs on Dunkin'. It it does. Does.
10: We know that. It yes. does. But again, food different. We think about no, coffee. No, 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 no.
5: Okay. I'm eating it. Eat it. All right, the
10: spider, legs, everything, all all in now. I'm going to wait for the man who has trauma. Let's start with Bean. Uh, I enjoy all
11: Halloween-related foods. I'm uh, 100%. I'm eat this.
8: All right, here it comes. This is difficult because spider Mm -hmm. is chocolate.
10: Yes, it truly is. So what do I I close my eyes and I eat it? Okay. Eat it. Eat it. That's a good good workaround. (laughs) (laughs) Not to be outdone, Carvel is bringing the trick or treat But mostly the treat with their 31 nights of Halloween shake. That's right. 31 nights of Halloween shake. It is a quote unquote slime shake. Okay. Okay. And it features cookies and cream flavored ice cream. Yum. Also with vanilla soft serve blended into Oreo cookies. It also has edible slime topped with whipped cream. Now you might ask, what's edible slime?
5: What's edible slime?
10: That's a good question because I researched for 30 minutes online and still couldn't find an answer. What? Uh, Your guess is as good as mine, but as Uh. one man said on Reddit, it better not be ghost sperm.
11: Yes, I'm mm. con- very concerned by the name yeah, Edible
10: that's Slime. A, that's valid. I did find that as just someone just saying, <laughs> I can't eat it. Let's hope it's not Ghost mm. The new Slime Shake will be available at participating locations October 1st through October 31st, making it a true Halloween release. So I ask you, and I got to remind you, there's an ingredient in this I can't actually pin down, okay? So 31 nights of Halloween Slime Shake, let the ghoul loose or avoid the ghost juice or in layman's terms, eat or be got bean! Um,
11: first of all, I trust Carvel. Mm-hmm. They're a wonderful chain. Okay. And uh, as I previously stated, I'm all in on Halloween foods. I'm going every day of October to Ooh, eat.
8: Ooh, all 31 mm. days.
10: Kevin, I'm gonna what, try you, them all. what are you feeling? I'm feeling the same.
5: All right. Allie. Uh, I have been pressured to eat ghost slime uh, many times right. in my life, right. and quite frankly, no. Okay, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I Had enough.
10: Okay. Don't all know. filled up. All, all right, done. This, this one's a little different. This is, uh, we're all big Del Taco fans here at Kevin and Bean, and mm-hmm. for good reason. They take chances, right? Sure. They're like the Shia LaBeouf of fast food. Major risks for major rewards, okay? So when I heard they were entering the fragrance industry, oh. fragrance? I was all nose. Delta, as I always say it, mostly. (laughs) Del Taco has released an aromatherapy set of essential oils with scents to promote their new mini churro dipper shake. So the three smells are chocolate, vanilla, and cinnamon churro. The entire kit will run you a dollar forty nine plus shipping and handling, which is cheap. But I'm disappointed. There's no way to make your house smell like the deep fryer. But imagine yourself on a relaxing night. Right, Mm -hmm. you uh, had a long day at work. You draw a bath. Put on some moody music, and then your whole house smells like Del Taco churros. So, with this scent idea, I ask you, are you willing to sniff or feeling the whiff? Spray it or nay it. Let's start with Kevin. I think it would make me want to leave the
8: house and go out and get it, so I'm not going to eat mm.
7: that.
8: Uh, it's I spray see. it or nay it. I'm not yeah. going to s-
10: spray it. Spray it so or nay, nay it. So you're going to nay nay it. <laughs> that was a wow. Okay, uh, beans, spray it or nay it?
8: That was terrible. I'm going to be
10: constructive here. You should kill yourself. Nay it. Uh, Allie
5: sprayed her net. I love an essential oil. Mm-hmm. I have an essential oil diffuser in my living room, bedroom, and bathroom. Don't need the Whoa. whole
8: history of your. You <laughs> have a floor
5: plan I could see of your place? <laughs> I'd like to spray it. Spray it. <laughs> 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 All right.
10: Uh, now, mugs. How... I'm worried about the further use that the spray it dropped.
7: That's
10: kind of why I picked it. Uh, Muggs, how early do you usually eat fast food? <laughs> there is no time. Any Cause... time of day is perfect. All right. I've seen you snacking on cheeseburgers or leftover tacos as early as 7 a.m. So this new addition to the Whataburger menu is just for you. May I introduce you to the limited-time breakfast burger? Okay. It features a beef patty, creamy pepper sauce, Two slices of bacon, a freshly cracked egg, three crispy hash browns on top of the patty, and American cheese, all sandwiched between a four-inch bun. Oh. It's basically taller than Brad Williams. (laughs) Priced at $3.99 on its own or $5.99 part of a meal, uh, the new breakfast burger is available at participating locations during breakfast hours from 11 p.m. to 11 a.m. So it's whether you're just waking up or treating your cataracts medically at night. This one's for either of you and the early bird, so I have to ask, do you arrive to get the worm or avoid the butthole burn or, in simple terms, eat or be a die?
5: Again, I think that was for me. <laughs> I think me. that was for you. Okay. okay. Um, I, I was out at Creamy Pepper Sauce. Mm. I just, no, Not thank the first you. time I've
10: heard that. <laughs> <laughs> uh
8: Kevin. Um, uh, hold the bacon. I'm in. Mm. What is wrong with you? <laughs> so eat it.
10: That's fine.
11: Okay. Uh, bean. Remember, Kevin doesn't like bacon enough for us. Right. Um, nice. he, he
10: thinks it's okay. It's good?
11: Yeah. I'm going uh, to, I hate to screw up the rules here. I'm going to go ahead and buy one, but I'm going to give it to Beer Mug because I know how happy I it's going to make it. Oh,
10: that's nice. Eat and it. then beat it. Uh, that was the Fast Food Report. <laughs> Signing off
11: for KROQ 106.7 FM. That was the Fast Food Report with Jensen
4: Carp.
1: It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. KROQ.
4: I mean, why marijuana isn't crushing major pharmaceuticals right now is like. Mm-hmm. It really is a healer. It's a healing plant that God planted on the earth. Right. I think Doesn't since sound like it. the dawn of man, humans and neanderthals they've been consuming cannabis yes mugs that's a great mm-hmm. point
11: thank <laughs> you very much i'd like
4: to say maybe he's the wrong <laughs> spokesman though I said that. And, and by the way speaking
11: of consuming cannabis listen to this you guys in west hollywood there were over 300 applicants for eight cannabis consumption licenses the very first one was granted to lowell farms it is the first business in the united states to be granted a fully legal cannabis consumption license it is at uh, la brea and what did you say Ali? lexington
5: uh, yeah around lexington Right it up is, from Santa Monica Boulevard.
11: It is called the Lowell Cafe, and I guess we are blessed and lucky to have it in our community. The Lowell Cafe uh, spokesperson, director of restaurants, Kevin Brady, joins us on the phone on K Rock right now. Hey, Kevin, good morning.
13: Good morning. Nice to talk to
11: everybody. You as well. I understand from our producer, Dave, that we got you up extra early for this interview today, so we apologize
13: in advance. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's not a problem. I work in restaurants. Seven o'clock in the morning. It's not a time I see office. Sure.
11: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is a, this is an interesting development since uh, since uh, recreational marijuana has been legal in California for some time now. I assumed that this was inevitable, but you guys are the first. Why was it important for you to get into this? Why Why did you guys want to open this restaurant?
13: So uh, the project for us started about four years ago when we petitioned the city to actually create the license. So this has been a long time of, of really a lot of hard work and dedication to get the <laughs> restaurant up and running. And it's been so much fun and so exciting. And working with the city of West Hollywood has been just incredible. They're so progressive, and we're really excited to finally share it with everybody. So how does it
8: work? Is it uh, infused food, or do you smoke and then you eat? What's the process?
13: Great question. So originally the, the plan was to infuse food. Unfortunately, state regulations aren't caught up with local municipalities, so we're not quite there yet. So as of right now, as far as ingesting cannabis, we have smoking, we have vaping, and we have prepackaged edibles.
8: Prepackaged I see. Okay. okay. All right. So then do you have somebody come say, Oh, this is the best <laughs> or, this is the best weed
13: for this dish?
10: Like a Somali. <laughs> <day>. like, <laughs> yeah.
13: like, do you have that? Yeah, so so that's kind of what the entire idea is. So for us, we always fundamentally wanted to be a really amazing restaurant, like an institution as far as what's Hollywood is concerned. But without having alcohol, using the social aspects of candidates, knowing that people have different experiences, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you smoked once or twice in high school or maybe you're Snoop Dogg. That entire (laughs) variation is really up to us to kind of guide you through that experience. So our flower host will actually walk to the table. they'll, They'll talk to you about what you're looking for. Are you looking to go back to work? Are you going to go see a show at the bowl? What is that experience that you're actually asking about? Interesting. And then kind of I, guiding the guests all the way through. Can
8: I say I'd like to just spend 12 hours here and then have weed <laughs> and then eat and then have weed and wait for a while and then eat?
13: I mean, uh, at, at 12 hours, I feel like I should put you on payroll. You right. Be I mean, yes. yes. Anyway. I'll um, pay for that. Um, all right.
11: Hey, our, our Kevin, tell Kevin on the phone about how time vanished for us in amsterdam
8: well i mean it was there was there was no food there Mm -hmm. it was just weed and hash and stuff and Mm -hmm. so we bought a whole bunch of it we didn't know what most of it was we all sat in the back corner Mm -hmm. around a bunch of couches at 6 p.m and one minute later it was midnight
13: (laughs) (laughs) we were like what
8: what just happened have you run into anything like that at the restaurant kevin
13: so yeah, I will say we've been open now since Tuesday. So we've been lucky enough to see a few guests that have come for lunch and dinner uh all the days so far. Oh, uh, and, oh. and there's been yeah, there's been a line down the block all day, every day, which has been so, so exciting and fun. But to, to your point, yeah, it's it's kind of a concern on our end. Uh people do sit down and really enjoy themselves. Yeah. So we do ask that everybody respects about a ninety minute. Uh, time at the table just because there's so many people that are waiting. That yeah. Fair enough. we're
5: not talking, like, a pizza and burgers. This is a Le Fancy. Cordon Bleu trained chef, right?
13: Yeah, Chef André created this entire menu. The entire idea is to be farm-to-table, hyper-local, and hyper-seasonal. So we really kind of focus on creating a, a great menu. Um, and knowing that something like this could be viewed as a novelty, it could be viewed as a flash in the pan. Uh-huh. For us, we want to be a restaurant that at the end of the day, people continue to come to for 15, 20 years.
6: Kevin,
5: so I- you've got vapes and you've got joints and all that, you've got edibles, but what about the smoke? Like yeah, if that's I'm going to be in there and I just don't want to be surrounded by smoke.
10: Oh, right. sorry, I'm going the
5: wrong yeah,
7: way. I don't, oh, want yeah.
10: <laughs> I don't want it to feel like my grandma's basement where she used to hide in smoke. Right. Like I don't want it to always feel like I'm like
13: coughing or. Kevin, yeah.
5: is it like Jensen's yeah. grandma's basement? Yeah. <laughs>
13: You know, I haven't been to uh, Grandma Jensen's basement, right. uh, okay. so I, I don't know exactly. But mm. what I will say is this. We were challenged with two parts, uh, one being the neighborhood, right? So we wanted to be a good neighbor in the community that we're in, so we didn't want to have billowing smoke going out into the, the residential areas. Mm-hmm. And then, two, we don't know where our guests are going after they come to us. Oh, good point. So they come in for lunch, and they smell like cannabis, and they go back to work. Obviously, there's some concerns that would come from that kind of a thing, or maybe there could be. So we invested in an air filtration system that actually will take the air through carbon filters so that the guests in the even the guests outside on the patio, feel like they're in a really bright, airy kind of space. Um, okay. It was a huge challenge. I will say we went through about 12 different vendors to figure out the right system. But at the end of the day, we put a rover on Mars. We can figure out point, how to do
5: it. You guys did that. You oh, guys did it. Unbelievable! God, no, no. It's
13: amazing. For that. This is the second amazing to thing it. you've done. Yeah. I gotta get the weed they have there. <laughs> yeah, very, yeah. per- <laughs> very, productive. Speaking of <laughs> which, mean, how, how
8: good is the weed?
13: uh You know, honestly, I will say this: I personally don't consume uh very often at all. But
8: narc as as menu, Kevin's a nark. You know, <laughs> right? Stay away from Kevin, you <laughs> guys.
13: All Kevin suck. Wait, what? So our menu, the crafting the menu, has been part of the four years of planning. So we've had the entire team of roles, about 200 employees that are just dedicated to making sure that this project is incredible. So finding things that are really accessible for people who are beginners, or I think we call it canna-curious, mm-hmm. uh, the people that are avid cannabis con- uh, consumers. So different vessels to smoke with. We partnered with some really great companies. And really, kind of just allowed that to translate into the entire venue as a whole. Is there a Snoop booth? (laughs) (laughs) No one can sit there. Oh, just him when he comes in. Right uh i would love to have a snoop booth uh we will as soon as he comes in i will figure out what we can do to make that happen okay. so hopefully he's listening it just seems like every uh, restaurant
10: should have that yeah to kick out the normies get out of here there's a real weed yeah. here. <laughs> and snoop is always up listening to the radio
11: at 7 30 a.m so that's good
10: um look kevin we're we're out of time here you had me
11: at jalapeno mac and cheese by the way that i mean you already got me through the door that just sounds amazing so if people want to come down, again, we mentioned it's the Lowell Cafe on La Brea at Lexington, 1201 North La Brea. You do have to be 21 and up with ID, right? It's about a two-hour wait to
13: get in right now. Is that, is that the truth? So as of right now, we we are obviously accepting reservations. Reservations uh, opened about 30 days in advance, and they fell out probably between about 15 and about 30 minutes. Wow. Okay. So seen... Unreal. So plan ahead. So I would say one plan ahead, but we've also seen a lot of people who plan ahead and then day of something comes up so always check as far as the restaurant is concerned for reservations
9: yeah they might be too high a lot of things continuously
13: high. change right so yeah too, I mean, high, and they too high to remember also
8: yeah. if you just give the people in line for two hours weed they don't know how long they've been there it's all good right. <laughs> right.
11: right well kevin yeah, it's, it's it fun. sounds like you got you have a great operation over there on uh La Brea, man thank you for putting all all the hard work in and thanks for explaining it to us it sounds great congratulations on the opening
13: thank you so much absolutely a pleasure to be on the show
1: thank you see Take you care. soon it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. If this
8: is what
2: you were looking for. Working to John Peterson, and this ball is driven. Deep right, keep your eye on that. Off the foul pole, home run. Two balls, one strike, and here it comes. Line drive, right field, base hit. Two runs are going to score. And it is a 4 nothing game. In the air to right. Eaton goes back. He's got no chance at this one the 21 year old just went deep the dodgers shut out the national six to nothing in the first game of the national league division
11: series for a, a team that didn't get a hit till the fourth inning they sir dominated that game didn't mm-hmm. they yeah yeah um by the way uh, kevin i know you only have a limited bandwidth for baseball and it is the dodgers in the playoffs that's the only time you can really get on board but the uh, the uh, Cardinals-Braves game was unbelievable, too. <laughs> it <laughs> no, was really I good, know. right? I know it's hard knows. for you to get excited. but the Braves had a... the
8: Dodgers occasionally because I have so many friends. But... The mm-hmm.
11: Braves had a three-run lead going mm-hmm. into the ninth and lost. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of excitement in the playoffs so far this year. All right, Allie, it's one of our favorite uh, what's happenings of the whole
10: week here at this time on a Friday. I
5: only watch Dodgers because I have so many friends. What a dick.
10: <laughs> <laughs> right? he, and you don't mean on the team. He has no friends on the team. He just means in general. I friends want to talk about. Okay,
5: okay. I mean, that is just quite the humble brag right there, Kevin. That's not what
10: I meant. All I right. just meant I didn't want to
8: hear a lot about the Atlanta Braves. I'm telling you, it was a great game. That's what I'm saying.
5: Uh, yeah, Bean, this is your favorite What's Happening because it it's is. it's the time when we talk about That's My Jam. It is our Spotify playlist where we're going to link you right now if you get to any of our social media at Kevin and Bean. You are going to see that playlist. Just hit follow. You're going to have over six hours of songs from every single member of the Kevin and Bean Show. We pick a new song each week. Could be something brand new. Could be something that we were like, oh, man, remember that song? That's my jam hence the name.
8: Oh, Um, there's a reason for it. Yeah,
5: there's a reason. Uh, Kevin, you're up first. I have to be
8: honest, I forgot the name of my song. Colors. Colors, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, This was released late last year, but I was not aware of it until this week. The song is Colors and the artist is Kulik.
7: When you say
8: I listen to that song 40 times in a row. Whoa. <laughs> do you guys do that where you get stuck on a song or do you keep moving to other stuff? Not
10: 40. I mean, mm. that seems extreme. It's about 40. I do take medicine to make that stop. You do? Okay, so I, I can take some when, medicine. When I was a kid, I listened to a Bell Biv DeVoe song 130 times poison, in a row. Poison. No, it a, it's uh, a song called Word to the Mother, not even a, oh, a B-side. No. And I'm uh, still
8: very much 130 in a row. Yeah, so you got to get to get, a, get, can get on top in of you bring some medication? Yeah, I will. That is called OCD. Yeah, yeah you okay, could share it with me.
5: Bean, you're up next.
8: Uh, legendary
11: rock and roll band, the Pixies, are back with their third post reunion album. It is being called by some their best album ever at this late stage of their career. That's amazing when you consider how many great records they've made. The album is called Beneath the Irie, and the song that I picked is not only a great Pixies song, sounding exactly like the classic Pixies you love, it is perfect for the Halloween season. This has spooky all over it. It's called Graveyard Hill from the Pixies. In the Tell me that doesn't sound like it should be on every uh, K-Rock party playlist yeah. for Halloween this year. Absolutely. Sounds perfect. Again, Pixie's Graveyard Hill is my pick for That's My Jam.
5: Jensen,
10: you're up next. Uh, listen, greatest rapper alive, in my opinion, is one guy. I, I say it all the time. It's Pusha T, formerly of the Clips. Uh, he is the best. I think he's single-handedly keeping Kanye West, to an extent, like actually rap relevant because everything Kanye produces for him is so good. Oh, Kanye produces a lot of his yes. stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, the last few years. Uh, you when, like him over Kendrick? That surprises me. Oh, yes. Over T's, Nas? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, definitely based on the last Nas album. Yes, but over, Pusha T, Jay Z, current rapper. I'm saying Biggie. Well, not well. He's not alive. What? Uh, Let's uh, let's just keep naming rappers. This is vanilla ice. Well, that you got me on finally. Ninja, go ninja rap. Um, But Pusha T, yes, I think is the best current modern day, not career based, but modern day alive rapper. And he has a new song with Miss Lauryn Hill. Oh. Uh, And uh, it's produced uh, by Kanye. It's called Coming Home. And that's my pick. Now it's jail poses and club
3: pictures. Airbrush back drops and jail visits. It's the Dope boy song for the dope boys gone. Let them know it's still snowing.
7: you hold on to anything. Some do wrong. They have to do anything. Oh, and the void is filled.
5: Yeah, God, I love Lauren Hill so it's much. Great, and soon, it's, you, soon you are
10: only going to hear Kanye production over like words about Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. push yeah. us the place you are going to have to go. Yeah. So enjoy okay.
5: this. I wonder
11: what what the process is to get Miss Lauren Hill on your record because it seems like she is uh, she comes out
10: for very few things. Yeah, it's got to be like a six year process or something. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Well, my pick is, um, sadly, somebody that passed away on Wednesday from ALS. It's Kim Shattuck. And if you paid any attention to the alt-rock scene, late 80s, 90s, you knew this woman. She was one of my all-time favorites in college. Um, She was in a band called the Pandoras in the 80s. She was the bass player. And then she's like, I'm going to try guitar switched to guitar and founded the pop punk band the muffs and they were one of my all-time favorite bands um they achieved kind of peak notoriety notoriety in 95 and a lot of people may know them from doing a cover of kids in america for the clueless soundtrack that's how a lot of people were like what's this band then they looked them up and realized oh they rule um she was briefly in the pixies uh tour replacement for kim deal but um was basically fired because she was too fun. Oh. Yeah. No joke. Uh, That's she's why like, I have
11: to leave the show. You yeah, guys, essentially. Because decided I was too yeah. fun.
5: Um, she basically said, uh, the other guys were a little more introverted. And she did a stage dive at the Mayans, came off stage. And one of their uh, managers was like, don't do that again. She goes, oh, because of my safety. And he goes, no, because the Pixies don't do that. And then she was fired uh, via wow. phone. So, um, basically, that's how much she rules. Because she was fired from the Pixies for having too much fun. <laughs> but I picked um, a song, one of my all-time favorite songs from the Muffs. And it is called Sad Tomorrow. I do you think I'm a mess? Maybe someday, but now you're
7: gone. When I do as I peace, I'm different to me. Am I crazy or happy? Good
11: Good, uh, good mix this week.
5: Yeah, and uh, just so you know, they had recently reunited to record their um, first album in five years, and it's going to come out on October eighteenth. So, rest in peace to Kim Shattuck. She is a legend. Ah, again, that's my jam. You can find it at Kevin and Bean. Just click on that playlist. You've got all new music. Some birthdays. Who cares? That's what's happening.
4: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
7: This
12: day in history with old man Ruben. It was today in 1927 that sculptor Goodson Borglum began work on Mount Rushmore, a job that would take a grueling 12 years to etch Washington, Lincoln, Jefferson, and Teddy Roosevelt's faces into the mountain. I remember talking to Goodson about it, and I asked, why for? Just do one and call it a day No one cares Like, for example The Lincoln Memorial That chair was supposed to fit six people That's why it was so damn big But dude got through the first phase And was like, f*** it Call it the Lincoln Memorial He just went home And the Statue of Liberty was supposed to be sisters Well, not like real sisters Like sisters you see on Brazzers or whatever (laughs) Just models who look alike But yeah, all you see is one, right? Anyway, that Goodson (laughs) dude had good work ethic Good for him I barely can screen two consecutive calls in a row. You going to get that? Nah.
10: See, because Ruben is old.
11: <laughs> All right, we're in a weird place now He's with Ruben is old stuff.
10: Completely freaking out.
11: <laughs> it has turned into quite a soap opera. He's seen some stuff. Hey, guys, uh, welcome to the Kevin Beach Show. We'll talk to El Capitan of the Anaheim Ducks coming up later this hour. Ryan Getzloff makes his first appearance of the 2019 season. Kevin, be nice. I hear you over there.
8: Be, be nice. nice. You like him, by the way. He's uh, uh, the best duck, mm-hmm. and he called in on Chip's last day. He did. He's, he's a wonderful a man, That's
5: wonderful a, gentleman. Amazing. He's the life. I feel
10: yes. like he's the show's hockey player. Like he's our, our Let's guy. Let's not get crazy. But okay. <laughs>
11: Never mind. Speaking of uh, speaking of sports, though, we had a conversation last week after the. It was I guess it was the NL wild card game, right? Yep. With the Brewers, and who are they? Who are they playing?
10: Uh, Washington, right?
11: The Washington Nationals. That's yeah. why the Nationals are playing the Dodgers right now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a lot of. Lot of I'm teams glad we could work through this. Keep uh-huh. straight. Uh, the Brewers are up three-one uh, with two outs in the bottom of the eighth. But Allie, your least favorite baseball player, Josh Hader, managed to, to load the bases.
5: Oh, I hate a lot of baseball players, but he. I mean, he's up there.
11: He's on the list. <laughs> yeah. Right? So a uh, so a um, Nationals player manages to hit a ball into the outfield that should have been an easy scoop. For the for the uh, for the fielder out there, it was the grounder somebody when
8: it got to him. Yes,
11: for the grounder that got to him right. So this is Trent Grisham who's in the game, and he does not handle the ball as well as he might have hoped he would.
2: Wide drive, base hit to right. Battle score one. Battle score two as the ball gets away from Grisham and right. That's going to score three runs. And the
7: Washington
8: Nationals have the lead. Oh, man, as a professional baseball player.
11: And held the lead and won the game. And that was the end of the Brewers' otherwise pretty remarkable season. They were the hottest team in the sport. And they are sitting at home watching the playoffs right now because of what you could argue because of that play. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Hater takes some of the blame for loading the bases. But Trent Grisham, I mean, how do this is the question I asked when we came in after that game. You screw up like that at work, no matter what kind of job you have, you blow it, Mm -hmm. and you're responsible for the company losing a lot of money or a lot of people getting fired or getting in trouble with the law or, in this case, not going to the playoffs. How do you deal with that? How do you shake that off and get up the next day or, in this case, in a few months and go back to work?
10: Right. In sports, it happens a lot, whether it's Bill Buckner, who became, like, an adjective, basically. He's a real Bill Buckner. Or, you know, like Steve Bartman, who went off and got a new job in a new city and changed his full name. I mean, so, like, this is a common sports thing, but it's got to happen in real life, I can't imagine
8: for two months just waiting even for the next season, just, like... Yeah, uh, that was a ground but ball. To in me. his defense, which, it was a ground ball to me.
10: Exactly, and we were talking about it the other day. In his defense, like that's the go ahead run. The tying run was not an error. Right, he he was already scoring no matter what. But you always remember the guy who had the error. Like in that's Bill right. Buckner's mm-hmm. case, no one remembers Calvin Schiraldi, the pitcher who actually gave up the hit. Uh, but you know, it's going to
5: stick with him. I remember Hater because those bases were loaded because of Hater. Yes.
11: <laughs> so, so we wanted to do. We thought it might be an interesting phone topic today the biggest screw up you ever did at work. All right? Maybe you got fired, maybe you didn't. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. What happened? How did you deal with it? What was the what were the fallouts? What were the repercussions? And if you continued to work at that place, as Trent Grisham will what was it like with your coworkers? I mean, how long does it take the stink of that to get off of you if you're really the guy who blew it? You know what I mean? If you cost the company $100,000 by an error, you know, people are looking at you like, hey, I don't get Christmas bonus this year. You know, <laughs> right. it's on you. So we want to take your calls on this at 1 800 520 1067. Muggs, you must have screwed up a lot. What's your biggest screw up since you're working here, K Rock?
4: Where do I begin? <laughs> um, nothing. Thankfully, that uh would cost the company a lot of money, but s- stuff that you know tarnishes my 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 own self a little. Your bit. Your professional reputation. Yeah. Have but you ever say uh, that you ever, uh, uh,
8: it, uh, that Beans question right there was a mistake at work? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever like like erased a Kevin and Bean show? Like we lost files forever because
4: of you. Uh... It's funny that you mentioned that bean because <laughs> I at- do believe the food. <laughs> at um, a
8: microphone in front of you,
7: stop
4: me yelling. Sorry, the Percocets are working. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh I at April foolishness, I was walking around getting some audio.
7: Mhm.
4: And I didn't erase the files as much as I have no idea where I put the card that the audio was on.
10: Right. And just to follow up, you did not have a broken collarbone then, so no Percocet.
4: (laughs) No Percocet. Then that was might have just been alcohol. Got
10: it. Okay. I have Charles
8: Schultz, Bean. The Charles Schultz interview. Yes. Tell that story. We, Bean and I interviewed Charles Schultz. We went to him. Talked all about the whole Peanuts thing and yeah. who each sort of represented in his family. It he's was the creator really of the Peanuts amazing. cartoon yeah, for he's
10: folks He's an that, icon. Yeah.
8: It yeah. was yeah. fascinating. Legendary. And I don't even love cartoons, yeah. but it was fascinating to hear him talk about each individual character. And, and some of these traits were based on this person and that person. And he was so patient and kind and funny and articulate. And he really, like,
11: gave us a great interview.
8: Right. And then we interviewed somebody else and... My first joke was, I sure hope this isn't, we're not taping over the Charles Schultz interview. (gasps) Of course, it was 100% a joke. We were taping over the Charles Schultz (laughs) interview. Never aired one second of it.
5: Do you remember who you taped over? I don't even Is remember
8: it? who it was. I don't either. It oh, wasn't Charles man. Schultz. Though. It was uh,
10: <laughs> Corey Feldman. <laughs> oh, oh,
8: oh. Super bummer. And we didn't even have a clip to play. Yes. Oh, my god. Yeah, it,
11: it was a complete waste of our time and Mr. Schultz's time. But
8: that's only one of
11: millions for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. All right. 1-800-520-1067. You screwed up at work. Let's talk to Valerie before the break. She's in Covina on line four. Up first here on the Kevin and John K. Rock.
8: Hey, Valerie. Hi.
6: How's it going?
11: Good. Thank you. I love this topic, and I appreciate you calling in. What did you do?
6: Well, I was at work, and I was like, "What's this button for?" So I hit the button, <laughs> yes! and it turned out <laughs> it turned out to be a panic button. And before you know it, we were surrounded by our store was surrounded by the police and SWAT. And yes. Were they yelling so on a bullhorn? Was, What's that? Were they no. yelling on a bullhorn? Come like on out! Come out with your hands up! <laughs> Well, it was kind of, It was late. It was, like, closing time. Mm-hmm. So everybody, the whole store was so mad at me because everybody wanted to go home. It was a Friday night. Oh, everybody oh, was, like, no. ready to go out. <laughs> and it was in Pasadena. So, like, you know, we were going to go party there. And so we had to stay late. And then they were telling me that we were going to have to pay because it was a false alarm. We were going to have to pay for the. Um,
4: oh, down, for, for the, the SWAT
6: response. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't know if that turned out to be true or not or if they're just trying to make me feel really bad. It was uh-huh. a while ago, so I was kind of young. I, I, mean, I love but... that
8: most people would walk by that button and say, what's that button, and just keep walking. I like, <laughs> yeah. I like that you were just pushed it.
6: Well, let's give it a try.
8: What could go it wrong? It was, like,
6: under the desk,
5: kind of. It was, like, hidden. Like where you put I thought... a panic button?
8: Yeah. <laughs> the only place a panic button is? Yeah. It's like, it was right. weird, like, <laughs> hidden
5: under your desk, so you'd only hit it if you were really frightened.
10: Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Uh, it was hidden, so well,
8: no one
6: could see, see it. It was great. There, was, there wasn't there was a sign that they didn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> it says panic you,
7: panic.
3: you don't understand what panic buttons are, do you? All right. Thank you for uh, the call,
8: Valerie. Valerie, Valerie so we love you a lot, but <laughs> look up panic.
11: Like one <laughs> What was your worst screw up at work? We'll take your calls next
1: on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Listen to this
11: from the 951, just texting into the Kevin and Bean Show. I am in payroll and I paid someone a 30 30- thousand dollar bonus instead of a three thousand dollar bonus sweet
5: <laughs> you're I bad mean, i'm keeping he, it yeah you get to keep
11: that money right yeah. i mean if, you, if it comes from payroll sure it's legit. that's how it works how did you screw up at work and what were the repercussions michael el segundo line three welcome to the kevin mean show what's going on
2: hey good morning enthusiasts happy friday uh, morning, um. happy friday uh, uh, you mean day <laughs> yes
10: friday
2: yeah
11: yep. yeah
2: uh, so i worked at a rental car company and to kind of help our days go a little bit more quickly and smoothly, we would leave the keys in the cup holders of the cars. And my boss always told me not to do that, and I just kind of played it off. But uh, I should have listened to him because we ended up having five cars stolen off of our lot. Um <laughs> Different times and, or all at once? Uh, all at once, actually. And uh, to add insult to injury, three of them ended up being involved in various crimes in downtown L.A. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, my gosh.
3: <laughs> uh, did you get Did you get fired, Michael? Uh, you know, I did not get fired.
2: I just had a very serious sit down with my boss and his two bosses, and uh, I did lose my whole tradition check for that month and. Ended up actually paying out my assistant manager the commission that he would have got had we not lost about $80,000 oh. worth
8: of cars. Oh, man. That doesn't seem ideal. That no. is wow. rough. Yeah.
5: I need well, a rental car. A I need a rental car in November. So if you could just uh, email me like a, a code or something, that would be great. <laughs> Tell us what
10: <laughs>
8: keys
11: you leave in. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the call, sir. Appreciate it very much. Uh, let's go to Edgar Woodland Hills up next, line five on K Rock. Hey, Edgar, welcome to the Kevin Bean Show. Hey,
13: good morning, guys. Morning. So.
3: So I used to work as a bike messenger, and uh, in downtown, uh, one day I come in, they shoot me a page to go pick up from the jewelry district. So automatically new. I get there, and um, it's a banker bag full of what I felt like stones. Uh, there, I go drop them off on the west side. So I'm on my way over there, and I, I stopped for coffee, and I put it. I put the bag in my hip sack. I guess on the ride out there, I must have dropped the bag. Uh, when. Yeah, when I got to the destination, I reached for the hip sack and the bag's not there. Oh. I immediately froze. I tried to retrace my steps. I couldn't find the bag, so I, I bit the bullet and I called my boss. I'm like, you know what, dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I lost the bag. And he's like, Are you serious? I'm like, Yep. Had me on standby for a couple minutes. Calls me back. He's like, Come to the office right now. So I go to the office. Uh, Dad Just gives me a dead look in the eyes. He goes, I'm sorry, dude. You're fired. What happened? Straight up. Just like, how I mean, much? What, what, what was the value? Yeah, what was, what was it? in the bag? Uh, they were diamonds. They were diamonds, and then I was taking them from a from a diamond wholesaler to take them to an actual jeweler. And in between that, I lost the bag. How much were they worth? Uh, a little over fifteen thousand dollars.
5: No, oh. Edgar. By the way, I
8: would just like to say, who's like, uh, there's fifteen thousand worth of uh, diamonds?
3: Send the guy on the bike.
8: That seems yeah, like a mean, bad it's choice. Not, it's,
3: it's, it's like normal business practice. Like I've done it before, where I picked up other bags, and it's like checks for a million dollars, and then like bags full of like like stones. Body like parts. Yeah, you know, things like that. Sure. And sure Andrew,
11: enough. I, uh, I'm glad you shared your story, but now that we're off the air, were you able to fence all those diamonds? Yeah, or I mean, were where you do, with them? Them? Yeah, do you sell them? Yeah. I do you do that?
3: Well, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm calling from the Bahamas right, oh, right. now. <laughs> 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 well played. Please welcome <laughs> for Caller of the Year. Thank, Thank you very much. All right. That was
11: $15,000. Now let's go up to Daniel Pico Rivera, line six. We're going to up the ante a little bit on your mistakes at work. Daniel. What happened? Good
3: morning. Good morning, party people. Good, Good morning. morning. Luckily, it wasn't me. I worked for a construction company. One of the guys did an accounting error. Big project. $120,000 had to be paid back to the client because of this guy. This was two months ago. He's been fired, and we haven't heard from him since. One hundred and twenty grand.
10: So he sent that money to the wrong vendor, basically, is what you're saying.
3: I don't know how he screwed up because the boss didn't want to tell us how he screwed it up, but it costed the company 120000 back to the client for a construction job. Oof. Damn,
5: yeah. Daniel. Yeah.
11: All right, Allie, seriously. <laughs> we all could have done it. We thought better of it. Show some self-restraint, woman.
7: Kevin, Kevin, Kevin why did I do it? You tell me.
8: Why did you do it? We were, but as soon as the name Daniel came up, we looked at each other and I was like, don't you do it. Don't do it. But no. then, for some reason, I was like, hey, go ahead. Go
5: and ahead. he actually pointed yes, at actually me, like, it. cued me to do it. <laughs> <And> you <laughs> made me
8: do it. I didn't make you do anything. You made me
3: do it. All right. This is <laughs> a bad workplace. Thank place. you for the call. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>
11: All right. That's $120,000. So let's see if Donna on line seven can top it. She's in Glendora. Hey, Donna. Hello, hey, Donna. Donna.
5: Is Do- oh,
10: Donna. Is Donna on the phone. Oh my god. <laughs> right,
11: we got it. We got it, Allie. God damn you. Come on, Donna. Oh, Let's put her on hold and go back to uh, her because we don't want to lose her. Because this is amazing. All right. <laughs> Last chance for Donna. Uh Hello. Can we go to line four.
10: Yeah,
11: it's Donna. Donna okay. lost the company six million
10: dollars. Oh, oh. Maybe because that's why she got off the phone. Oh, because,
7: because
9: of
10: hello? paperwork. No, I'm here. Okay. Oh, oh now you're
9: here. Now you're here. <laughs> well, I just told your story. <laughs> what did you do for the first <laughs> five Honestly, minutes I'm of a this call? Group. I can't even work my own <laughs> phone. Apparently
3: not, Donna.
9: So how did you how did you lose the company six mil? Oh gosh. Um, so long story short, I put proposals together, and so I'm responsible for putting these packages together, and they have all these forms. So I left out a form of a five million dollar project, and the client disqualified us. <sighs> So that one, we may or may not have won. I don't know. But the other one, we were the low bidder, and I it was over a million dollars, and I left out a stupid form saying that we don't do business with Iran. So stupid. <laughs>
10: uh-huh. And so, so, so basically, lost yeah.
9: that job that was ours.
10: Oh, uh, they needed to know for sure that their business dealings were above water, basically. Yeah. Right. So you
11: were so you were in charge of putting the packages together to bid for
8: jobs, and because of your errors, you had no chance of
10: getting. Why, a after job?
8: package one, were you in charge of doing package two?
9: I know, right? I am so <laughs> grateful for my job. I can't believe how bad it is, and I was telling uh, bear mug. I I can't. I'm so afraid to go into work today. Like it hasn't hit me how horrible this is. Until I heard you guys talking about it on the radio this morning. Did it just recently happen? No, well, the one the 5 million was a year ago. The other one was uh, about 6 months ago. And the guy who was in charge of that project, I know he hates me. He doesn't yeah. talk to me anymore. He only goes I mean, through my guys,
5: boss. How I mean, hot is Don? Right, that's yeah, what yeah, I was thinking.
10: She's
8: got
5: to be hot. The yeah. yeah. be be
10: 10 yeah.
11: You uh, you go in there and you screw up today like you do, all right, Don? <laughs> <laughs> you stay consistent. All right. <laughs> all right,
1: thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
11: Hockey season is here, you guys.
1: Right? Thank hockey God. is back. Kevin,
11: how are you going to manage your already very packed DVR schedule with soccer games now that you also have hockey to watch oh, almost every night? it's wonderful.
8: It's wonderful. It's so much fun.
11: Do you just go home and that's it? It's just one sporting event
8: after another? Pretty much. <laughs> you have time for <laughs> no much. other shows? Pretty much, yes.
5: It's right. Right. The you can fast-forward to, like, the How end. dare you?
8: The playoffs are just about starting the MLS, too, so it's an important time there as well. All right. Apparently Dave's talking to Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad they're having a nice time. Let's do this. Ryan Getzlaff, Anaheim Ducks.
2: This is Getzlaff. They cross. He has room. Getzlaff with a shot. He scores! How's that for leadership? Ryan Getzlaff
3: has tied it. Make no mistake. Getzloff is a wonderful offensive and all-around player, but he can also fight. That's right. And he took a pretty good left hand right there.
11: Getzloff takes it right in the mouth. Penner gets it back in front. There's Getzloff. There's the hat
8: trick. Great play by Getzloff. Bats the
7: pass out of midair. He
3: scores again. Oh, oh, oh my. He's putting on a clinic. <laughs>
11: He is a two-time gold medal winning Olympian. He is the center and captain of your Anaheim Ducks. And if I remember correctly, he is the only remaining member of the Stanley Cup-winning club from uh, 2007. Is that right, Ryan? You're the last man standing from that team? Oh, this is true, yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. Wow. 19 seasons.
5: I to make him feel old, baby. Well,
11: no, I'm just saying it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing that Ryan is, you know, still chugging along and still playing great. How are um, you able to skate out there? You use,
5: like, when I learned how to skate as a kid, I used that um, little walker thing in front of me. Yeah. You using that now, Ryan?
2: <laughs> That's how I'm getting there. <laughs> We've we're, we got a lot of jokes going about this. <laughs> Well,
8: I will ask you this, Ryan. What is it like? What is it? Has it changed in the offseason as you have gotten some older? I, I assume it has to. You have to change your workup and everything that you do during the summer.
2: You do. You change uh, the way you approach things in the summer, the time off, the, um, the amount of skating I have to do. Um, a lot of different things go into it now. There's a lot less power lifting and stuff like that. It's more about keeping your body in motion and um, doing a lot more of the core stuff to make sure that uh, your injury prevention and stuff is there.
8: How much time off is there actually? Like, do you take two weeks? Well, do you take a, a full month? Are you able to do that? Well, it
2: depends when you finish. Obviously, last year we unfortunately finished a lot earlier than normal, and, um, so I was able to take a full a full month, a month and a little bit to to kind of just let my body heal and uh, and still have enough time to get the body back in shape and trained for uh, for the upcoming season.
11: By the way, Kevin, I I know you don't subscribe to this theory, but if the season ended today, yeah, uh, (laughs) the Ducks would
8: would be undefeated for the entire NHL. I mean, you'd have to give them the cup because they never lost a single game, right? Right, but the season doesn't. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Right, but if it did, that's
3: a great theory. Yes, (laughs) it's a a great theory. Ryan,
8: tell us us about uh, a new coach coming in and what that's like for the team, even just in training camp.
2: That's been great. A lot of new energy around the group and. Uh, with the young players, the new coach, uh, new atmosphere, those kind of things—it's uh, it's been really refreshing after the last few years. And obviously, last year we struggled a little bit, so it's been a great outlook for our group going into this season.
11: And this is uh, this is Dallas Eakins, of course, who's been with the organization for a number of years. He was coaching your team down in San Diego, and he so he's already very familiar with a lot of the kids coming up, which has got to be a real advantage that he's already pl- kind of played with them for a few years.
2: Yeah, it's great. Um, he knows how to push their buttons. They they respect him and understand what he's all about. It, it's been a great transition for those guys and obviously their comfort level.
7: What about all
8: the guys sort of in the middle who were either in favor or out of favor with the former coach? Do they get like a new chance to sort of step up and be noticed?
2: get more, Well, more the credit? nice thing is when you get a new coach is um, everybody feels a little bit of a sense of urgency on how you earn your ice time, those kind of things, because there's no... Uh, there's no leeway, and you know. In past, he hasn't seen a lot of us play in, at this level, and um, you have to earn that that trust and everything all over again.
5: I have to say, I was raised a Kings fan. My parents got season tickets in 1968. But lately, I'm telling. Well, I, I knew you would be. I knew you would be. Um, well Lately, I swear to God, there are so many teams stepping up in the most beautiful of ways. When you've got St. Louis Blues going to the young girl Layla's house to give her her actual Stanley Cup ring.
11: I cried. I cried I, at that I one. sobbed
5: like a baby. And yeah. then last yeah. night, it was all about uh, you guys and your 21st duck. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Well, it was great. Um, the old- experience has been uh, been really wonderful for all of us and, uh, when you talk about a girl that's been through what she's been through um and overcome it i mean she, it, the restrictions on her um she she completely eliminated all those restrictions and uh is able to perform and do things at a high level and uh and enjoy what she's doing and um, it's an inspiration for sure
11: yeah, for folks who don't know about uh, young Lyra, I think she's, what, she's 16 years old now or something like that. She had uh, she had a, yes. a, a, a congenital disease, I guess, that she had all sorts of surgeries, and she was facing life in a wheelchair. And then she just decided to get a double uh, amputation uh, and, and had prosthetics. And she was out there on the ice last night with the best of them, just uh, skating around with you guys and everything like that. And you kind of made her the 21st duck. It's just it's so emotional. Like Ali says, it's just so wonderful when you see any kind of sporting team that you just think of as being a kind of a money-making and entertainment and, you know, enterprise, you see that they're actual people that actually care about their fans and actually care about the community. It's just, it's so sweet. And the ducks have a long history of doing stuff like that. That must make you feel real good about the franchise.
2: It is. It's, you know, that's one of the reasons I'm so proud to be here as long as I have. Our ownership group has instilled that in all of us and, in what their direction is and, and what they feel they owe to the community. And, um, as athletes, we've been pretty blessed throughout our lives, and people have sacrificed a lot so that we can do what we do and um, to be part of it, be able to give back a little bit where we can. Uh, Stop making me humbling. love
10: you.
7: Oh, <laughs> I mean, listen, that's
10: so that, listen, not sweet and everything, but Saturday you guys are going to, like, totally kick the Sharks' ass, right? Because the Sharks are the worst. <laughs> well, the Sharks are the worst. We yeah. all agree on so that. Once, yeah. we're on the,
2: once we're on the ice, we're still doing what we do. Right. Yes, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Brian, all tell right. us about the season.
8: Give us a quick uh, preview of the season.
2: We're excited. I mean, obviously, uh, like I said, there's been a lot of changes around here, a lot of youth coming in and uh, the overall excitement. I thought the building was unbelievable last night. Uh, Fan support, uh, the way that the crowd responded was really great. We're just overall very excited to get going here. Yeah, of course.
11: Now I have to ask you, and I know you've been asked this a million times, so forgive me, but I mean, you and Corey Perry—I mean, you are P- peas in a pod. We're so used to seeing you guys next to each other. You even have lockers next to each other for all those years in Anaheim. What's it like? How weird is it to not have him as your as your right
2: hand man this year? It is. It, it was definitely different going through training camp without him. That was my first one I ever been to without him, and um, he's definitely missed around here with his. Uh, You know, his antics in the room and uh, as well as what he can do on the ice. But uh, it's, you know, it's about opportunity for other guys and young players. And that's the way our league goes.
11: Well, you're going to be playing for the next 40 years, Ryan. I mean, I can feel it. Yeah. So <laughs> You're going to see a lot of players come and go, my friend. I'm guessing
8: Ryan hopes not. <laughs> well, I Ryan be, is I tired. I'll be in my walker. I'll
2: be in a wheelchair by now.
11: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's easier
10: to skate.
8: It is
11: very exciting <laughs> when hockey is back. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks are 1-0. And Saturday's game, as uh, Jensen mentioned, is against the uh, Sharks, which is something we can all agree on, by the way. Sharks we're are bad. Right? right, right worse, yeah. all that. Yeah. Ryan, you have always been so great to us at the Kevin Bean Show. We're always uh, so happy to talk to you, and we wish you a fantastic season. I hope we get to do it again, sir. Thank you.
2: Thank you very much, guys. Have a great day. You See bet. Thank you. Kevin
1: and Bean on K Rock. K-R-O-Q.
11: Someone has a Joker movie to go to. He's <laughs> looking at the clock. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, it's time for Keep It 100. I gotta keep it 100.
6: Keep it 100. I keep it 100.
12: I keep it 100. I keep it 100. Keep it
6: 100. 100. Keep it keep
11: it Every Friday morning, we ask you to text in your song. What do you want to hear? Any K-Rock song. If we have it, we play it for you. That's our guarantee to you. Uh, texture number 99 from the 626 was looking for
10: Alive by P.O.D., Jensen, would you say they're the best Christian rap group of all time? Uh, Rock group. I would say they are the best Christian rock group. And then I would also say they might have the best gang vocals. Those are the two things. But I also don't like P.O.D. So moving on. Texter
11: 101. (laughs) A lot of Uh, thoughts there. We came very close to making me happy with Modest Yahoo, King Without a Crown, Mm -hmm. which I would have enjoyed very much today. I'm sorry, Uh, Carlos. Best Jewish reggae artist. Uh, I would say that is also true. Yes. But there is only one texture 100 and the champion this week is Carla. He's Carla. A ch- she's a champion? She's a champion because she's Texture 100 and she joins us from right. from Walnut. Hey Carla, how are you?
6: Hi guys, how are you?
11: I'm great. Hey, since you're from Walnut, I want you to settle the dispute that Allie and I are having. I adore walnuts. And Allie, you think they taste like what?
8: Hot dirt.
11: Hot yeah. dirt. What are your feelings as a Walnutter?
9: Because she
8: lives in
11: Walnut. Oh because God. she lives in Walnut, she must yeah, have an opinion she on this. Yes. One. What do you think?
5: Um. No, on the walnut.
9: What's oh, up, Wow,
11: you hate your own community. Okay,
5: no, it's not her community. Is she she just that? lives no. in Walnut. We're talking ah. about the actual nut that you love in your mouth.
11: What do you uh, What do you have going on this weekend, Carla? Anything fun?
5: Um, nothing really. All just going right. to dinner
9: and a mixtape a mix tomorrow at a local nearby hangout here. in Okay.
11: All right. Oh. Well, good for you. How did you pick the song that you've selected for Keep It One Hundred this morning?
9: It's been the same song that I've been uh, picking for the past maybe 10 times. All right. And um, it reminds me of my youth, and it's a banger. All right.
11: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and have Carla from Walnut introduce this to the Kevin and Me
9: listeners. What up, party people? Happy Friday. Amen. Here is Len, Steal My Sunshine. I know that it's up for me.
6: 100.
11: That was for uh, Carla who is wrong about walnuts, but she is, she tweets us, visibly shaking. Thank you for picking me. Hey, we didn't pick you. You were Texture 100. That's how it works. Carla, you got to pick your song and you asked for Len Steal My Sunshine. Great choice. All right, Allie. Bean. What do you think? Seal My Sunshine, the Canadian band Len. Of mm-hmm. course, the big sample is uh, More, and More, More, the classic disco song from right. Andrew Truebidish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, T- sure, that. That yeah. we all know yeah. and love. Yeah. Right. Yes. Sure. yes. This was a big hit, but when was it a big hit? When was this a huge K-Rock song?
5: It was the late 90s for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. But was it so late 90s that maybe it didn't become a hit on K Rock till 2000?
11: I mean, that would be very late in the 90s. <laughs> as late as you can get. I mean, really? Well, I mean, if it was 2004, that is so late 90s. Also, yeah.
5: we
8: are we asking when it became a big hit? Uh, or when are it, asking it was when released? released? Oh, when it was released. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh it was released.
5: then 98. 98. Is that your final answer? Yes.
11: I'm sorry. It was July of 99. Uh, July was, of 99. Oh, my God. I leaving. leaving. Oh, it was just on. a year off. We're just having fun, It was Ali. a year off, Allie. Oh. It was just one oh, year. Come She's on. Hurt. Make
10: sure the door closes hard so they hears it on the radio. <laughs> Steal My Sunshine right. by Land came
11: out in July of 1999. <laughs> still sounds great. Thank you to uh, Carla in uh, Walnut. We'll do it again next
8: week for Keep It 100. Keep It 100. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's a shame there's no uh, way to recap things that happen during the week.
5: Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff.
10: It right. is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know. I barely listen. <laughs> I know some people to work and most others are still asleep. So it's lucky that your boy Jensen wraps up every week. We ask people if their house is already your scary and Bean assumes Sandra Barnhart is probably hairy. And Kevin on vacation saw his face on a shirt. And use it as a way to be a creep and try to flirt. Instead, the girl's defenses went on high alert. And she ran six blocks to avoid a pervert. The way the queen eats a banana is just crazy. Rob Cordry told me it's time to shave my baby. A cafe in LA lets you smoke Buddha. And Bean dropped in.
2: This is Bob from
10: Chattanooga. Now athletes get paid when they're in college. Petros thinks that football should be abolished. Someone better pay CM Punk a lot of cash if you miss the... Shit, download the podcast.
8: I gotta be honest, that just sounds like a, a group of crazy people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that all happened this week. That's just this week. Kevin Bean Podcast is
11: available at radio.com or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get yours. And we appreciate very much those of you who choose to listen to us on delay, as it were. Hey, um, we got time for one more look at what's happening here on the Kevin Bean Show before we say goodbye for the week,
5: right? Why not? Guys, the McRib. Yes! Making annual menu appearances since 1981. Me like it. Only available for about one month a year. Not all stores carry it. Like, can you imagine living in a city that didn't have the McRib?
10: I mean, it's like not having the internet. I don't know how I'd function. I or mean, fresh water.
5: It's it's birthed a cult like fan base. Uh, Kevin, you love the McRib, love it, couldn't how, love it more. Uh, explain what the McRib is. It's a sandwich with a
8: meat like substance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
10: That's kind of like a rib, but it doesn't make sense how they don't have bones in between them, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of sauce on it, which makes sauce. it all good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what
5: are you eating?
8: I don't have any idea. Can I? Well, I, there, I think no, it's squirrel. By the way, it I is
5: heard. not.
10: Is there <laughs> an squirrel. onion and a
5: pickle in it? Yes, <laughs> there is. It's okay. a boneless pork patty smothered in tangy barbecue sauce that's topped with raw onions and tangy pickles. Mm-hmm. All served on a hokey-style bun.
11: Okay, I hate to be... It's pretty yes. sweet. It's pretty sweet. The party pooper here, but mm-hmm. I have to ask, it's Kevin, sweet. if you love the McRibs so much, yes. is it an item... You love McDonald's. <laughs> it's your favorite restaurant. Is it, it an sense. item that you would regularly order throughout the year if they carried it year-round? Yes. Then aren't they missing out on sales? Like, you would buy more McRibs per year if they wouldn't only make it one uh, available one they, twelfth of the time. I
8: don't know why they do that unless it just creates a whole new demand and everybody starts talking I about it. I think that's again, it. Maybe. Yeah.
5: But because yeah, how many I eat it all year? How many mick ribs do you eat in that like let's say month that it's out? Thirty. <laughs> so I'm um, and he's being honest. And let's be let's be honest with ourselves. Uh, that number's low, Kevin.
8: <laughs> so well, I mean, they are pretty small, so you do need maybe a, two, a, two, a, two two at two a time. time yeah.
5: So there are a lot of kevins out there. I that and look I notice you to this. rarely
10: see squirrels around LA anymore. <gasps> yeah, well, that's why they have to do it only oh, for a limited time. They have to you, you have guys. to like get the squirrels ready. So I mean, year old squirrels? No, they breed them all year. Oh, I see. Not,
5: again, not 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 squirrel.
10: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, but in 2018, uh, the McRib came back on October 29th, 2016, 2017. Didn't even come back until early November. That is why Whoa. this is a huge deal, you guys, because big. the legendary McRib is back starting Monday, October 7th.
7: <gasps> All
11: right.
5: Yeah. Someone's going to have to get you that during the show, right? Yeah. So
10: much. Yeah. That's just going to happen. Pork patty, it said, right?
5: A boneless pork patty.
8: <laughs> Listen, again, I love McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm eating, but it's good.
11: Yeah. Um, Dave says the most McRibs he ever had at one sitting was 10. Oh,
5: no! 10? Dave. Not at one sitting,
4: not in the, in the month. In the month. Okay. Oh, well, that's very different.
11: Uh, that's, very that's different. That's, that's very still weak. too many. Yeah, that's, weak. Weak. Well, that's at a Dave. lot.
5: That's a lot. You said still too many.
1: McDonald's McRibs back. <laughs> you had that? Oh, it's awesome. Why don't they have it year round? Oh, I so totally have to get a McRib now. I'm with that
5: guy Kevin said 30 We uh, It's
10: a good time to say That this Monday We have Molly Shuler on Who is mm-hmm. the competitive eater That we have become obsessed with Yeah Correct uh, We could always ask her About her McRib record
5: Yes I bet she has I one I bet you
10: she has one yeah, Absolutely And we should ask DJ Collett too My thing is I bought three of them
4: I don't know what you buy I bought three And now They only got it for 89 cents What? Only for this week So I ain't gonna lie to you Might be six <laughs> Three on the way to work And three later, okay. Sorry, he's ready.
5: Was was Bean his hype man? Did you hear (laughs) Bean? He's all what? (laughs) 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 When I
8: think Bean, I think hype man. Yeah,
5: I for years. Yeah, guys, there's a couple that I when I read this story, I thought to myself. If I was at this wedding, I would boo them. I would audibly boo boo. this couple. Love it. And then when I finished this article, I thought to myself, I legitimately hate them and I want their life to be unhappy. Wow. You might think that's too far, but when I tell you what they did, you're going to get it. This was a photo shared on the Facebook group, That's It, I'm Wedding Shaming, mm-hmm. shows a pair of newlyweds still on the at the altar logged onto their phones to immediately <laughs> update their relationship oh. status to married, both typing away on their phones in the photo with the officiant in the background. Well, they're doing
8: it as a bit, though.
5: I yeah, how many
11: people so. in
8: the audience are like, ha, 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 that's so great. Hey, no,
5: but what I'm saying hey, is this, hey, would
8: be, without my
11: following. this would be very different if the guy, unbeknownst to everybody, just pulled his phone out of his tuxedo and decided to update it. Mean, this, this is something idea. that they coordinated yes. that they thought would be funny. Which Super makes, annoying. It um, they, it honestly, makes it
10: worse. Honestly, it makes it worse. But they're not doing it, like, ironically. I, that's the thing is they really- They're
5: doing it so they could check their status to marry right. instead of, of dating. Like or... part of the process. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's
10: lame. So dumb.
5: Ugh. Sabine, you don't hate these people. You don't want them dead like I do.
11: No, I do hate it. I just think it would have been worse if they had done it just because they were so obsessed with their phones they couldn't let a second go by without updating it. I think, I, think they is, were doing, it I think it's I think worse. they're doing it as part of the ceremony. I think it's
8: worse right. that they planned it. Yeah. yeah and choreographed it and the whole thing. <sighs> I mean, I, I don't want
11: to be friends with them or anything. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I would I don't I'm not murder button like Allie. Okay.
5: Well, you're wrong. Okay. Danielle <laughs> and James. Good luck.
10: I'm not I'm even questioning my marriage to Danielle right now cuz she has the same name cuz the name yeah I hate mm-hmm. to see that I hate yeah. them
5: yeah yeah Do you guys change your Facebook status when you got married? I
10: think we I think we did. I don't really use Facebook. Mm-hmm. But I think I did. Okay. I think at some point.
5: Cool. Yeah. What, what's I that like? think it's it's what's appropriate like to be able to- <laughs> Yeah, it's appropriate to do. <laughs> guys, if you love Sesame Street You'll be happy to know it's moving from HBO to streaming platform HBO Max for its 51st season in 2020. The deal includes five new seasons of Sesame Street, several spin-off series, and, oh, just the show's 50-year library.
11: Wow. You guys. Big Bird has not aged a day. No.
10: Looks no. Like, he looks, looks fantastic. Can we favorite Sesame Street character? Want to just, uh, real quick,
11: just go oh, through it? Oh, I
5: Snuffleupagus. Exactly. Obviously. Same as yeah. mine. Same as mine. Yeah
11: Bean Uh, I'm not I don't know a lot About Sesame Street Are Bert and Ernie On Sesame Street Yeah yeah. Then I am uh, Bert and or Ernie Right Which one
5: though
8: I mean You can't separate them I mean It's inconceivable To think of
11: one Without the other
5: Okay
8: Inconceivable Kevin (laughs) How about you Uh, Are the two old guys In the balcony Those are Muppets Okay Different brand They're mine
5: Okay. (laughs) What about Oscar the Grouch? Oh, Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster, sure. Cookie
11: Monster for Kevin, of course. course.
10: I wouldn't trust anyone who says Elmo.
5: Yeah, that's a perv, right?
13: Bad pick.
11: Yeah. That dude's doing some inappropriate tickling.
5: Yeah. Muggs, was your pick Elmo before he said that? No, my pick is the Count. Oh, oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's you, actually solid. Well,
10: it's not solid if you're Kevin, right? Not me, yeah. Kevin hates all
8: counting. <laughs> By the way, I love Fits in the Tantrums. They mm-hmm. have a new song out called One, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six. No, yes. sure do. Oh,
5: yep. How mad are you? I love them.
8: Yeah, <sighs> can't listen to that song. Wow. <sighs> it's got counting in it.
5: Do you guys need a little joy before we end the show?
1: Yes. Yeah.
5: How about getting a phone call from the rock listen to this
1: happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear marie grover who turns 100 years old today and i'm so honored that she's my fan happy birthday to you happy birthday marie i hear you're a very big fan of mine which i'm so honored by the way um that uh that you're a fan and i know uh, i believe you're in philadelphia i love philadelphia i'm sending you so much love and a huge (laughs) congratulations on 100 years um what an amazing life i and i'm sure everyone around you right now um, (laughs) i'm very happy you were born and i'm so happy and honored to send you this message and i have nothing Uh, else to do today Happy birthday. And now happy and, 101. Uh, and now, what? now you can eat cake, you can get drunk, you can have the best time, party hard. I'm sending you so much love. Mwah. Happy love birthday, Marie. I'll be right
7: back. You rock, you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
11: love he <laughs> came out a little strong. I feel. He was yeah.
5: totally flirting. He
11: was uh, really
10: <laughs> hitting on her. He was thirsty.
5: That yeah. was yeah. Uh, Trying to line uh, up some 100-year-old action. Mm-hmm. Her <laughs> laughing is the greatest thing I've ever heard. It's great. Oh,
11: Will The Rock call me when I turn 100? He'll be... That's cute. He'll be old. He'll be, he'll Rock, be younger than me, though. Yeah. Mm, he should. He should call me. Mm. Hello, it's The Rock.
10: It would be Taylor Swift for you, clearly.
11: <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be yeah. cool. That'd be cool. All
10: right. Well, I'll write it down on my calendar. Okay. Right there with the uh, Fall Out Boy Green Day Weezer tour. Things <laughs> that I have <laughs> planning <laughs> 10 years in advance.
11: <laughs> That's very sweet of The Rock to
8: do that.
5: Very sweet. I just thought I'd... I'd give you a little bit of happiness.
8: Brevity,
10: though. I mean you could
5: I mean you could have shortened it and you could have bit. sang the song and then just said, sure. "Hey, happy, happy 100th." Yeah. But she's 100, she has nothing else to yeah, do. Yeah, but he didn't
10: have to be like, "I love your city." Sometimes when yeah. I'm on 50th and 9th, I have a fried chicken sandwich, like I, we get it, man. Yeah.
8: <laughs> just just say happy birthday. Pretty sweet, though. So it was very sweet, and we loved it, but a little editing wouldn't kill it. Yeah, a little shorter, dog. would kill them. Yeah,
5: absolutely. Hey, guys, some birthdays for you. Dakota Johnson, Melissa Benoist, Anne Rice, Susan Sarandon, Alicia Silverstone, Liev Schreiber. And that's what's happening.
8: Thank you, L.A. And you drive home today, listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial free-for-all, a random act of helplessness from the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. We will see you Monday morning with great news and Chris Jericho of the studio. He's yeah.
3: Don't bogart that <laughs> joint, my friend. <laughs> Pass it over to me. Yeah, you know, there's
10: a couple of bros hanging out. Nothing wrong with that.
3: Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass
10: it
3: over to me. I don't want to do this. Don't bogart
8: that joint. Gracias, mi amigos.
3: <laughs> just pass it around. You can't argue
8: with failure.
7: Don't bogart that <laughs> joint, my friend.
8: I'm a guy, so I'm better. Well, just pass
5: We will not let you get away with this. Right here,
6: right now, is where we draw the line. You're no fun. You're no fun.
1: Kevin, I hated you. I just want you to know that. In fact, staring at your lifeless ness brings me eternal joy. So, peace out.
9: I hated it, but I wasn't interested in it enough to listen to it again to find out why.
3: I tell you what, you're not
0: very confident, right? I think everybody can agree on that. Bong, bong.
5: Oh, the meatballs.
1: The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.